Hi, welcome to the Untitled Adam Savage Show. Yet to be named. Yet, yet to be named. I'm Will. Uh, Adam's here, of course. Hello. Hi. Uh, Norm, Norm Chan is joining us as well. Uh, and uh, we don't have music or anything for this yet. We're just going to sit down and we're going to talk about topics of interest to Adam and us. And hopefully you guys as well. You'll you'll reach out from at home. and We will still take suggestions for the name. Yes, we're still taking suggestions for the name. There were a couple of pretty good ones in there. But I think there's something, I think there's something better to be found once yeah. we kind of... Once we figure out what this is going to be about. We'll know it when we see it. Exactly. It's naming a child, right? Exactly. It's a moment clicks. <laughs> so so uh, one thing that has been of conversation lately since we've started posting videos from inside yes. your workshop is, is the idea of a man cave. It's, yes. it's a little bit controversial. Uh, so uh, having not actually read the comments about why it's controversial, I'm going to make a guess as to why okay. it is controversial. One is because of the word man. Yeah. Okay, right? It's sort of gender specific. And yeah, I, I don't want to perpetrate the idea that a man should have a cave and a woman should somehow, I don't know, be sweeping the entrance to the cave or something like yeah, that. Yeah, cooking the brontosaurus no, burger outside. No, yes, precisely. <laughs> Just don't order the ribs that are really big because otherwise your car will tip over. <laughs> um no, uh, I don't love the term man cave, but I, I started, I was just going to call this my shop. I've called everything my shop. I've, I've had, you know, rooms like this. I've had 15 of them in my life so far. And, um, I, I've called them shops and I have always referred to them. I've always referred to all of my shops as possibility engines. <laughs> it's very Reed Richards of you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I've always, I, in the same way, I like calling this an engine in the same way that stairs, if you think about it, are in fact a machine. Oh yeah. Right. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's, it's a wedge with the wedge cut yeah, off. It's, it's a, a machine that makes work more efficient. Yeah. A computer is a bicycle for the mind. <laughs> right. That Steve Jobs said that. Really? Yeah. That sounds right. That sounds like Steve Jobs. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I, I was calling this a shop, and then a couple of years ago, I met Guillermo del Toro at Comic-Con, and it turned out that we were big mutual fans of each other, and we, as Guillermo said it so articulately, we started a grand conversation in the middle. Okay. You know, there are people in the world you don't so much meet as you recognize. Yeah. And he said he calls his he has this beautiful gothic mansion for all of his stuff, and he calls it Bleak House. Uh, but he he refers to it as his man cave. And when he said, "Come to my man cave," I thought <laughs> I should call this a man cave. And it is in a way it's a solidarity. Yeah, right? yeah. But I'm not attached to calling it my man cave, and I've never loved the name. I feel a little – I'm not big on that whole Tim Allen tool term, <laughs> men are like that. I appreciate the comedy, but I, I, I doesn't – it's not inherent in the format. This shop is something that, you know, is, is not gender specific at all, and nor do I believe that it should be. So I'm, I'm happy to abandon Man Cave should I come up with something better. But if there's anything more pretentious than calling it my possibility engine, I can't imagine what yeah, that I, would I, be. I think possibility engine is probably worse, Adam. I don't want to judge. But, um, you're right. There are a lot of different connotations with Man Cave. Not, I, I think you're actually giving the internet a little too much credit with the gender-specific nature of the term. I don't yeah. think there are any actually – Complaints about it being a man cave and not a, a woman cave, but there are there is that connotation that it is a place like the Tim Allen thing that you go to retreat away from your family to supercharge your lawn, right? Right, right. and you, you know, look, my my family 
is my whole focus in in life. You know, one of the things I'm most grateful for on Mythbusters is that uh, even though we shoot a really crazy, grueling schedule, I've never missed dinner. You know, my my kids yeah. know me, and I'm home every day by six, and that's really important to me. And actually, finding a balance of shop life to home life was something that took me years to do. And in a way, it's as simple as when I'm here, I am not escaping from my family. I am. They're never out of my mind. I'm just – this is just a space where I regroup and where I you know, refuel. Well, and, and part of the thing about living in San Francisco is even if you have – no matter where you live in San Francisco, there's not a space that's this big in, in most normal people's houses that you could devote to putting a lathe and putting a, a no. couple of mills and having disc grinders and then having just space to hang 25 lightsabers. Well, and I I need for cr- for my creative process I need a, a a visual cacophony. All of my shops, which uh, I'm working on an article for Tested right now. Oh, awesome! Of a, of a tour of my shops through the year. Well, you said you're the 15 of them. That's very specific. Like, well, yeah. I I think that I think I've counted 15. I think I have pictures of seven of them. Okay. Is, is, I, if I I mean just I, knowing the number is that <laughs> does that mean that you like you hold certain memories with each place that you've worked in every and- place as yeah absolutely. And I remember the putting in of things and things that happened in those spaces. And they're all really important to me. They all taught me different things. But one thing is I need to have literally things hanging everywhere. Right. Um, and that was another thing with my, that my wife was very specific about. Like, look, you know, I, I love your office space in our old house, but I don't want it in the new house. Like I don't want a cave with no light in it. And I, you know what? I agreed. I agree with that because our house is much lighter and has a lot more windows and it's 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 got a very specific design aesthetic and we love that aesthetic. So I actually, I do keep some of my most precious props. We'll do a, a podcast from my office at home. Oh, okay. I awesome. keep some of my most precious things there um, and it, it also feeds me but in a different way. It's a much more refined space than this and they both serve their purposes for and, me. And do you – I mean do you use one as like a writing space or a, a kind of that kind of different – more cerebral work than more hands-on stuff or is it that kind of both you just use wherever you happen to be and and find out that that's it's an interesting question i actually given that i do a fair amount of writing i don't do any of it in here i do it very often um though in my bed okay um i do that i do whenever i have to make lots of notes and Mm -hmm. really sort of work something out that is where my office is for i also do a lot of post-processing on my photos i've got you know fifty thousand photographs like we all do yeah um, so I do a lot of, I print stuff out of there. Um, some of my props are paper props. So I've got a big, uh, 13 by 19 large format p- printer okay. in there. And that's where I do that kind of graphic work. Cool. So um, for someone, I mean, you've always said that people, wh- whether you call it a man cave or not, yeah. everyone should have a space, you know, where they can be creative, where they can hold their stuff. I mean, yeah. does one feed the other where, you know, you need that space first so you can allow yourself to collect stuff like if my space is you know small office and that is my man cave i am kind of limited by the dimensions of the room like i'm never going to buy a giant you know r2d2 or yeah, c3po yeah. because the space doesn't afford it that's a well it, i mean it also depends on the kind of person that you are i'm i joke that i'm a high functioning hoarder but that's not really true i'm totally capable of throwing shit out uh but, uh, you know, I do I, – I am a serial collector of things. I'm a collector of collections. I mean if, if I can have 50 of something, I'm like, oh, I got to have that. 
Well, I mean, just just literally, if you're listening to the audio version of this, I'm going to paint a little bit of a word picture here. Okay. Because in my field of view, I see two stormtrooper heads. Like I said, maybe 15 probably lightsaber hilts. Does that seem right? Uh, two, four, six, eight, ten, twelve, fourteen, sixteen, eighteen, twenty, twenty-one, twenty-two, twenty-three, okay. twenty-four. Oh my goodness! So Twenty in my field of view. Twenty-four lightsaber hilts, a whole selection of samurai swords. Oh, yeah. and and also, uh, what looks like maybe like a small claymore. I don't know what the bottom one is. I don't know. You'd, it's well, like a two-handed. The bottom one is Strider's sword from Lord of the Rings. Oh, okay. Which I love. The top one is a ringwraith sword. Okay. That one up there. Then the wooden one across is a really nice wooden training book that I bought. It's a hand planed out of a out of a fine piece of wood. Single piece of wood. Very yeah. cool. Yeah. No Hattori Hanzo. No, uh, the Hattori Hanzo. Is uh, in my office personal. at home. Oh, of, of course, course. <laughs> naturally. Of course, should have known. Yes, the collections of collections, and it's not something that you know you should be ashamed to you know show off. Even even if it wasn't in a dedicated space, I know Will has in the past made fun of me because I show off stuff. And you collect la- vinyl figures. And lady yes. repellent is. Well, is the, I, the I have described the the vinyl Spock and Batman yeah. as lady repellent. I I you know I I was on uh, I taped an ep- I sorry. I taped an episode of Craig Ferguson's show a couple of weeks ago, and he was asking about something, and I was talking about something just like this, and he went, Christ, it's amazing to me you ever got laid. (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, there is something to that. But honestly, my friend Tony met his wife at a party at his house, and his room was ringed with a shelf of all hot female action figures. (laughs) Wow. And well, they met in that room. <laughs> so I do not think that it is lady repellent. I honestly, it, and this is, this is, we're getting to something important here to me because the, the fact that I love these things and collect them so ardently is a little bit weird. I admit that. And I also think it's weird. And yet again, I keep redounding to this, like in the Maker Fair talk. That 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 love of having those things around and bringing them out and touching them occasionally is like it's the engine of everything that I do. I think that's I think that's I think that that's there's nothing abnormal about yeah. that, right? No, there. Well, it it, it yeah. No, I don't think there is anything abnormal about that. But I recognize that is in a way indulging what seem like childhood passions is. A little strange, but it's also, I think, quite universal. Well, yeah. If you think about, like, if you think about all the things that drive, I mean, me, which is really the only person I can talk about. <laughs> um, it, it's it's things that I learned as a very young child. I mean, we talked about Boy Scouts some last week, and things that I learned doing, you know, as a scout are things that carry through to this day. You know, making sure yeah. that I always have the things that I need to do. Kind of whatever that thing happens to be is is very clearly a remnant of making sure you have the tools that you need. Well, they're touchstones. Yeah. Yeah, They're total touchstones. And I I gave the commencement address at Sarah Lawrence recently. And one of the things that occurred to me to say to the kids is look around at these friends that you've made in the last four years. No one in your whole life will know you like these people know you. You will have more intimate relationships than people like this here. But these people will know you in a specific way because they knew you when you were forming. And that same thing about, you know, the movies that came out when we were 12 and 13 for me, it's Raiders and Star Wars and Close Encounters, things like that. Um, those were so primordially important 
to just the whole way that I think from a cultural level and from the fantasy life that I that I enjoy. Do do you think that those movies? Because see, the thing the thing that's interesting to me is you're just a few years older than I am. I think like five or six years older than I'm turning I am. Turning forty five this year. So seven, but there <laughs> thereabouts. I mean, we're in the same. Yeah, you were yeah. in, you were in high school and I was probably in middle school. Yeah. Um. The thing that's interesting to me is the movie, movies that I would list are in that same range. It's Raiders and – which I discovered as a result of seeing the third Indiana Jones movie, which uh, – lucky oh, I saw the second so sorry. one. Well, I, it was a, <laughs> a prequel. See, we have different Wait, feelings. Wait, there's more than one Raiders <laughs> of the Lost Ark movie? Oh, oh I, the, second one, <laughs> the second one I'll let you have. That one's gone, right? You know, actually, people noted this, that you call all the Indiana Jones movies Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yes, And very purposefully. Oh, it's, yeah. It's, yeah, because that to you is the only movie it is in that. You know, I, I, I will have a longer discussion about movies, yeah. but one of the things I discovered when trying to answer what are my top ten favorite movies is actually there's three or four categories of favorite movies because there's movies that I could sit and watch right now. Yeah, over and over again. Over and over again. Then there's movies that I loved but can't watch anymore. And then there's movies that are just really important to me. And I might never have loved them, but they really affected me. Yeah. And those are all different categories of things with their import. Well, yeah. th- th- and that carries over to everything. There's books that I've read over and over and over yeah. again. And then there's books that I read once and be that, that, mm-hmm. that experience is done. I'm, yeah. I'm ready to move on. Yeah. And, and again, going back to the man cave thing, I mean, if books are what influence you, you know, things, those books, having those tangible objects in your cave, in, in your space, in your office, are important for you yeah. to physically touch and see and, and remind you of who you are. And also sharing that with other people. So one of the reasons that all the stuff arrayed around here – and I'm about to actually bring in a friend of mine who's a set designer to help rejigger this whole midsection of the shop space. Cool. Um, is I love – the reason it's all in display cases is because I want to share it. I don't want to be the only one who enjoys these. So no. when people walk in here and they're like, oh my God, it's, a, oh, hey, it's, a, oh, wow, it's, a, I get so excited for them. And like, you know, by extension, I get this empathic awesome from that, you know, from that experience. Well, and two different things can have two completely different, you know, senses of feeling for yes. different people. I mean, if, if I pick them over and pick up one of the ILM models that you worked on when you were working at ILM, yes. I have a completely different attachment to that yes. than you do as the dude who carved that out of plastic <laughs> or, or whatever. So I will, I will say, uh, there's been some good jokes here. Um, and Janet Varney, who is a, a comedian and an actress and she runs the San Francisco sketch fest. She's a good friend of mine. And we, we, a couple of years in a row, we've held parties for the Sketch Fest here in the in the in the cave, and um, <clears throat> there's a pool table behind us here that is, goes mostly unused because I use it as a project table. <laughs> um, and there's chalk over on the wall there that you can use to you know chalk up your hand for playing pool. And Janet came in here, and after about an hour of watching everybody geek out and like, oh my god, is that the thing from the thing? Oh, it's the thing from the thing. <laughs> she looks over the chalk and she goes, oh, Adam. Is that the hand chalk from the accused? <laughs> why is like, the accused? I know why the accused. I know. Like I would go color of money. No, the hustler. No. She's going. That's, she's that's a comedian. A pull, man. She's going for the darkest possible joke, <laughs> and I so respect her for that. Oh, that's good. That's good. <laughs> and by the way, it is not the hand chalk from the accused. I'm kind of disappointed. <laughs> I'm, I'm a little let down now. And I'll be. I'll be. I'll admit that. She was wondering if I had the pinball machine as well. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so yeah, that, I mean, so the man cave, I think, I think that part of the reaction to man cave is that it has turned into 
broy place where bros go to watch football on Saturday morning and drink beer and you and, know and, and and again and escape their wives and families. Yeah. That is the cultural idea right. of what men want to do. And I that's I don't have an experience of that. You know, I I this is a different kind of space. So if people feel like that's what's being communicated by the word man cave, should know that that's look not. in the mirror. <laughs> <laughs> maybe the maybe you're the problem. Oh boy. Um. So I, I guess let's, let's let's wrap this up here right. as the first or maybe the third. I don't know. We might post these out of order. Who knows? <laughs> um. Episode of of the as yet untitled Adam Savage project. Uh, and thank you for listening. We'll be, we'll be posting these every week for the foreseeable future. So thanks, Adam, and, and thanks, Norm, and, and uh, we'll see you guys next week. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye.